What's going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Uh, we're going to bring out another exciting episode. I uh, hope y'all have been enjoying the content so far. We are actually at a little meetup here. We're about two hours north of where we're based out of in Alabama. Uh, there's a couple different uh, companies and business owners that, that we met together and had a little hangout. And so we are back in the hotel room. We're going to do a little podcasting session. And uh, we're going to try to get four or five episodes out of this. So I hope you all enjoy them. Uh, tune in later this week to hear the rest of them. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into the first episode. So uh, our first guest is uh, James with Second Mile Lawn Care. And James, you just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. And uh, just we'll just kind of dive into your story and, and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Uh, sounds good. So, yeah, uh, Jeremiah kind of hit it. Uh, so I'm uh, James Shields, and uh, I own a uh, lawn care landscape company out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, locally owned and operated and uh, have been doing it about 10 years and about six years full-time. So I've been in business for quite a bit, man, and uh, enjoyed every step of the way so far. That's cool. That's cool. So you said six years full-time and 10, you said 10 years? 10 years total, yes, 10 sir. 10 years total, all right. Um, so how did you get into it? I mean, did you get into that? How old are you? I'm 32. Uh, probably been doing it longer than that, but with a business name and paying taxes and stuff, let's just say 10 years. But, yeah. Um, you know, been doing it probably since I was 13 or 14, uh, doing yards on my street in my subdivision and still cut those same yards to this day. So it's kind of cool, man, seeing it come full circle. So I've been doing it for quite a while and, uh, I'm, I'm in this stage in business, man, where it's like, I want to be able to grow the uh, landscaping side of it more. So I'd like to phase out of mowing, but I'm, I still mow because it's guaranteed money, but you know, I'm kind of selective on who I mow for now, which is nice. That's a perk of getting up there a little bit in business. So been very good so far man been super blessed yeah that is a that's that's kind of the point where we're at also is um mowing is like you said it's guaranteed income it's recurring yep uh and it's a big step jumping into the landscaping side of things absolutely and, and trusting that you're gonna have that work come in uh it's a big step to to take but hey if you what are your clientele look like are you in an area where you think you can you can get the get the landscaping consistently i mean what what kind of landscape are you wanting to do hardscapes Kind of go into that if you, if you uh, know what you want to do. Yeah, yeah so, uh, you know, as I've grown my business and what I've done so far, I do a lot of uh, more property preservation kind of stuff, cleanup work where we're maintaining it, getting it under control for somebody to kind of take care of after we do our thing, um, which has been a great thing, man. It makes for some, like, awesome before and after kind of stuff, um, which, which is cool. But I do uh, about 60% of my work is commercial now, so – uh, I do commercial contract landscaping, you know, with uh, with maintenance every month on these banks and uh, a Chick-fil-A I have and then some storage places. So um, that, that's pretty much the extent of my uh, landscaping. But I do install work. I enjoy doing that side of it, learning about plants and, and what goes good in Middle Tennessee. And um, when, when I do any kind of install, man, I try to pick either low maintenance or no maintenance plants for people and kind of come up with a design off of that and uh, I always joke, my uncle, like, we'll pass by a yard I do or something. He'll go, I can tell you did the landscape, and it's just got golden mops and Japanese hollies. I'm like, dude, they don't have to touch them. They don't have to mess with them, like, and they look good, you know. So he's just like, that's your landscaping. You know, it's like my call sign, I guess, you know. So you can kind of tell if I did the landscaping, small install or whatever. Yeah, well, I need to get you down where we are and get you with our builders and, and so you can do that on the new installs, the new the new builds, because some of the landscaping that they're putting in nowadays, I'm just like, what are you doing? It's like, wild, man. It's I, insane. I don't understand it. We Nashville's growing like crazy, and we have a ton of new construction being built. And uh, 
the the statistic now is nuts, man. It's 150 people a day move to Nashville. Um, so there's obviously we don't have enough homes for people, and so it's a good time in our industry to either be a lawn care professional, a general contractor, a painter, electrician, whatever. It's good money in it, and dude, like I said, they'll get like painters or they'll get electricians to do the landscaping and i'm like dude what the heck did they put in at this person's house you know like that's gonna die next week you know and it's just it's just one of those deals man they don't know and they're just quick putting something in but and they're trying to save money wherever they can that's it that's it that's That's a big that's a big part of it so uh i guess on the landscaping side of things do you do any hardscapes do you want to do hardscapes? yeah i've I've, uh so i you know i took a a paver course at gie a couple years ago which was super informative had a lot of fun doing that and uh i've never done full uh inlay you know as far as doing paver patios but i've done some flagstone patios and i've done some flagstone walkways and those are really fun to do because you don't have to be super precise and you you know you don't have to do all the intricate cutting you can just kind of break them up with a hammer but uh, i have a a concrete saw so it makes it a little easier to cut them and kind of formulate them and make a little puzzle together so it's pretty fun man i do enjoy that but i haven't had a high demand for it um Tennessee, there's some paver patios, but most people do decks. I don't know if it's just a thing in the south. Um, you know, they'll suggest a we'll do a floating deck before yeah. we do a patio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's something we see a lot too. So, Sit out on the back deck and listen to the birds. That's it. Or that's it. So I've done some floating decks. I've actually built decks for a couple clients that I've had, and that's been that's been fun too, man. Breaking up the monotony of just doing the regular mowing or landscaping. Yeah, and some kind of woodworking type stuff. Yeah, for so. sure. That's I got some family that does that does that, and there's good money in it if you do it. Absolutely, bid it right, the right way. If you bid it exactly. right, there's some good money in it for sure. Let's kind of touch on your commercials. So I was actually talking about this on an earlier episode, <clears throat> and excuse me, guys, if my voice is hoarse, I've been battling a sinus infection, and so I'm gonna try to keep sipping on the water and keep my voice good. But uh, so you said you do mostly commercial stuff. How did you get into the commercial industry of kind of like? Uh, figuring out how to bid and, mm-hmm. and what to bid on and um also talk about their attention are you retaining those customers year after year because i know that's a super competitive market very much so so if you said you want 60 percent of your business or something is commercial and i've scaled back like uh i and some people this isn't very big at all but for a one-man or two-man shop this is pretty big so at one point i had 120 regular lawn care customers and it was just too much to take care of and then last year i scaled back to 80 and then this year I just have 65, so I scaled back even further yep. just so I could really provide that service. Uh, you know, my, my slogan for my business is high-quality work without the high prices, and I wanted to be able to continue to do that. And um, that's how I got a lot of the work that I have is through word of mouth and just doing quality, um, you know, and giving people fair prices, man. All my commercial work, people like, you don't go door knock and bid and go to bid meetings. I've gone to two bid meetings since I've been in business. Didn't get the bid. The most of the time is because I go to that place. I'm a frequent or whatever. They know, they see my truck, they see my trailer, see my dump trailer, whatever. And they're like, hey, uh, you know, the bank contract I have, the guy was, one of the guys was like, hey, are our bushes supposed to look like this? And I'm like, no, and I will never throw anybody under the bus. Never. That's not the way I do business. And I was like, no, ma'am. I said, I bet this guy's probably just busy. I said, because if he's like me, he's swamped right now. Yep. I said, I'm sure he's going to get to it. I said, he probably just thinks you guys are cool and you understand. He's like, well, man, James, they look really bad, you know. I was like, I was like, yeah, they do kind of look bad. I said, but like I said, he's probably just busy. And uh, the guy was like, well, would you be interested in putting a bid in? And this is the bank I bank at, so that's kind of how I got that. 
um, Chick-fil-A. Uh, if, if you guys, I'm a part of the Echo Means Business program, uh, you uh, ambassador for them, if you guys uh, follow that, um, which is a very cool thing too, good outreach. But um, I kind of tell the story, but I used to work at Chick-fil-A years ago. Um, and so that's how I got my Chick-fil-A contract was because the guy was looking for somebody to take care of it. He knows I do lawn care landscaping, and so it kind of worked out like that. And the printing companies, I just know family friends or people that work there and picked up the work for them. So it just kind of works out, man. It's uh, it's really just God putting the opportunity in place. i got to give credit where credit's due because none of it is uh, is through advertising. I can tell you that for 100%. I do zero advertising. Yeah. So. And that's, I've, you always hear word of mouth is the best advertising. The Absolutely. Best and uh, so, so what I take from that, for anybody listening, what I take from that is the fact that you network the right way. You got you, to. You network at those banks that you bank at. Yeah. And the Chick-fil-A, you worked there. You made good relationships with those people, I'm sure. And that probably helped you get in there. Just yeah. don't burn bridges, man, you know, and, uh, you know, always be a man of your word. Communicate clearly. You know, a lot of my stuff, and some people, my bank stuff isn't, but some of my stuff's just on a handshake, man. You know, you just say you're going to be there, you're going to yeah. do what you're supposed to do, do it. You know, and they take care of you if you take care of them, you know. And I try to be a, you know, on call when I bid on stuff. I, I try not to get things too far away because they need somebody to come, you know, and make sure it's taken care of. Or, hey, we got people coming to town. Can we please have this looking good this day? You know, other companies will go, yeah, we'll get there, and then they don't show up. Yep. Whereas me, I'm maybe 10 minutes down the road, I can get there that same day or the next morning and make sure that's taken care of and, and looking good for whatever. So that's just kind of how I've been uh, been able to take care of it. So. And that plays into your out density. Absolutely. Hey, if you're taking on properties that are 45 minutes away, it's huge. you're not able to do that. It's huge, man. And that's how I was able to land the storage unit complex I got because I'm five minutes from there. There's zero gas involved. You know, and I'm there two hours. You know, it's it's all profit, man. Uh, I was talking to the lady when I bid it on it. The guy was over. She didn't tell me how much he charged till I got the contract, but he was charging eighteen hundred a month for for regular maintenance, lawn maintenance, and and landscaping. Okay, it's all new construction landscaping, so nothing has to be trimmed for at least a year. I mean, it's all baby stuff, mm-hmm. knee high or less. I was like, what's he charging you eighteen hundred for? Well, you know, he's got to do this and that. And I was like, I'll be honest with you, he's kind of it's a little high. What are you thinking? Probably about 800 a month, you know. Really? And I'm like, yeah, he's over doubling charging, you know, and she just couldn't believe that. And the guy ended up coming back the following week after I put in the bid, and he dropped it down to 900. So, I mean, that just tells you how people do. If they don't know, they're just going to, you know, they're going to get over on people. And, uh, dude, I've built my business on just doing the right thing. You know how it is with you do landscaping? Like, the profit margins aren't very big. You know, it may be 60, 40 at yeah. the end of the day. And people don't understand that, you know, like I'm not in it to get rich. I'm in it to do, you know, make a decent living and do okay for myself. I love what I do. So, you know, that a lot of times that's just enough for me. So some people, their goal is to be huge. I'm, I'm not there, man. I enjoy what I do and I like to keep it small if I can. Yeah. So, yeah. Excuse the background noise. If anybody hears, we got the whole Baltazar family in here and they're yeah. all, Running around, running the hotel room and stuff. So Got the squad in here. Yeah. It's about, what, nine, ten guys packed in a tiny hotel room. So it, it. we're nice and intimate in here. But uh, <laughs> we're just trying to keep it keep it rolling. Um, so that that's really cool stuff. I mean, it's cool to hear about how you do the landscaping and the and the maintenance, how you're growing the commercial side of things. Yeah. Uh, what does your crew look like? Is, are you running solo? Are you running? Um, it's fluctuated a lot this year. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I've had the hardest time getting people. 
Uh, You're not the only one. uh, And it's a pandemic kind of thing with labor. It's a shortage. It's crazy, dude. There's so many jobs available and everybody's struggling with the same thing, having good help, good quality help. And um, we won't go into why that. No, why that no, is, no. I, and I'm not a politician. I yep. don't care about that kind of stuff. But it has definitely played a role in uh, me being able to take care of the stuff I need to take care of. I will say that. Um, but we've had. Uh, I've I've probably gone through eight people this year already. Wow. Uh, which is nuts, you know. And I'm sure other people would tell you the same thing. I mean, you get a guy who works a week, gets paid, don't hear from him. Then two weeks later, hey man, you need some help. Hey, no, I needed you last week. Yeah. You know. <laughs> So that's kind of what I've been dealing with a little bit. Uh, right now, I got a I got a pretty good guy. Um, and so me and one other guy, and then my uncle's retired. He helps me uh, when we need a third man. Um, and then you know it, it helps to have buddies. You know, which I'm sure you know too, man. You get you a buddy that's got a part time job or in college coming back, or yep. Even even somebody like one of my buddies is a firefighter, and he comes and helps me when he's not working sometimes. And dude, that's help on big landscape jobs and that kind of stuff where you really need another person. So I'm thankful to have friends that, that I can call upon when the time is. But right now, uh, during the week, I just run one, me and one other guy, and then on my commercial mowing, I'll have three guys with me, you know, one day a week. So yeah. it's been pretty good, man. Been able yeah. to keep up with it, but the rain's been a struggle, and then keeping the reliability of the help's been a struggle. So I've had this guy for about a month now, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how long it lasts. <laughs> Check <And> back with me. <laughs> you're not the only one in this room that's dealt with it. I know yeah. personally other guys in here that are dealing with the same thing, employees, and it's a mess right now. But, it is. Uh, also, the rain, everybody on the East Coast right now is dealing with in, insane amounts of rain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're down, we're Central Alabama, you're what, what would you call, t- where are you at in Tennessee? Southern, Central? Something? So, yeah, we're, I mean, Central time zone, but yeah, I, got, I mean, we're in the South. I got, Yeah, you can say Southern, I mean. Yeah. We're, we 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 don't really catch a lot of it, but I mean when we do, buddy, we get it, you yeah. know. And it, it, uh, we've had a we've had a ton of a drought, and everything's been burnt out. So that's a blessing, you know. Oh, we're caught up, you know. Great, you know. And then out of nowhere, bam, yep. you know, just a week solid of a rain. If, I mean monsoon, and then you know, get out the paddle boats, you know. Yep. Time so, to start building an ark. That's it. That's it. So you being in Tennessee, I have some friends that live around where you are, and I know y'all kind of get what, a little bit of snow sometimes, oh, occasionally. Yeah, or, or do you get a lot? I mean, none, dude. We get none. none. Okay, none. okay. So you're not in the snow business. No, then, I guess oh, I actually got into it uh, this February, this past February, dude. If you, you know, if you guys, uh, not to plug myself, but you know, check my Instagram. I did a reel of snow removal in Tennessee, which was yep. nuts because we never get snow. Yep. And uh, dude, I was getting calls. Do you guys do snow plowing? And my Google page was going nuts, man, because I do say it on my Google page, but I've never had to plow snow. May salt the parking lot occasionally. Yeah. That's about it. You know, I, uh, I'm i pretty blessed. One of my buddies, uh, Lawn Force, uh, with a bell, he actually drove down and bought a machine here in Tennessee, I guess last year, and he actually brought a salter down and gave it to me. So I have a nice tailgate salter, a Boss tailgate salter. Okay. Holds about 15 bags, which is a really nice machine. Um, so I was actually able to use that in February, but I didn't use it all last year. Ended up using it in February and dude, people are freaking out. We need our bank open. We need our drive drive throughs open. And, um, we don't have plows. There's no store that sells snow plows in Tennessee. Well, what's the next best thing? You get a skid steer, dude. So everybody and their mom's pulling around skid steers and tractors and, Hell, nobody knows how to plow snow, dude. We're just stacking it on top of bushes and putting it in sidewalks. You don't know what we're doing, dude. In the, in the storm drains, yeah, or wherever dude. it'll go. I was piling, I was piling snow piles, dude. I just from watching YouTube videos of other guys that do it and asking buddies up north, and I was like, dude, what do I do? They're like, James, whatever you do, charge two hundred and twenty-five dollars an hour to plow snow. 
don't charge any less. He said there's going to be people that are going to lowball. Yep. Stick to your guns, 225 an hour. So that was the first thing. So all my commercial stuff, I was, hey, I'll do it. I'm 225 an hour. Really? That's pretty high. Well, you know, that's just what it is. Yeah. And I actually didn't get a plow Chick-fil-A, believe it or not. I have the landscaping contract, but didn't get a plow. Uh, they had somebody go bid it at 75 an hour. You can have, have it. it. You can have it. have it, yep. I don't even pay for the machine for the day, you yep. know. And none of us own Bobcats, dude. Like, you know, we were renting Sunbelt ones and ones from Home Depot. And, I mean, dude, we were dogging the machines out, you know, but... It was a lot of fun. It was a learning experience. Was this one storm, one big storm, or one, did you have some recurring ones? It was like a week straight. I mean, dude, two nights in a row, it just, I mean, it let loose, and we were out all night long, and, uh, you know, the next morning, it had came down again, so we had to go back out yep. just to ensure that they were open, but, dude, I did barbecues, I did McDonald's, I did some churches. I think I probably made, in a week, I probably made fourteen grand, and it was nuts. I've never made that much money in a week. Yeah. Landscaping, maybe. Yeah. Never have made that much cutting grass. And a lot of people, that ain't nothing. But, dude, in the middle of February in Tennessee, when you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. That's nice income. I was loving it. Yeah. Loving it. I was like, dude, this is incredible. You know, I was getting up two in the morning to go to work and. I tell, yeah, I tell my mom, she's like, why are you getting up at two in the morning? I'm going to go plow snow, you yeah. know. People think I'm making that up, you know. But it was a lot of fun, man. So that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I yeah. feel like we may not get snow for another five years in Tennessee. But if you were there, you know, it was a good time. But that you can kind of take that and say, if your guys, your friends that didn't tell you to charge the right rates, you could have gone out there and lost your butt on Oh, absolutely. And that's what I've always heard is you can either kill snow or you can either die. Well, so what we just talked about, you know, we're we're together with uh, with Eli and BLC Lawn Care and uh, Bernard's Lawn Services here and uh, Ben's here with uh, BNL. Like, dude, talking shop with other guys and and just networking is the most important thing. Um, it, it doesn't matter what state you're in, man. Like, you can learn something, pick up a you know nugget of wisdom. And um, I'm very blessed to know these guys. But I got buddies up north that that's all they do. They make all their money plowing snow. Yeah. They still cut grass, but they don't make near as much. Yeah. And uh, one of my buddies, I'm thankful for him, Brandon's Lawn Care. He's, he's, dude, I called him every day. Hey, man, how to make this salter work? Oh, well, you got to wire this. Or, hey, you know, what do I do for this? And, dude, we had no salt. There was a salt shortage. And uh, he actually drove down from Indiana and brought seven pallets of salt. And was, we were offloading them in people's pickup trucks in the Kroger parking lot. That's how desperate we were to get these commercial sites open and stuff. And he drove down. He's, uh, you know, paying his price for it up north. And then selling it for cheaper than it was going for in Nashville. It was like four fifty a pallet, which is outrageous. I mean, he's he's helping people out two hundred, three hundred a pallet. Yeah, still making money, you know, and helping people out. And then just that's what it's about—the lawn care brotherhood, the fellowship, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's uh, super important, man. The so, community, yeah, the community. That's and, it. And that's something that we talked about, and I've talked about multiple times on the podcast, and just in person with other people and stuff. There's guys in here. I, I came up here with Bernard. We're out of the same same town, and uh, I know uh, Ben and Eli are right here close together. We're not. This isn't competition. Not at all. And, and and me and Bernard, we talk every day about stuff. We live ten minutes from each other's houses. That's we, awesome. We cut in the same neighborhoods, but he's not my competition. I, yeah. I don't consider that. Com- we're we're brothers in this together. We're part of the community. Same thing with Ben and Eli. It's how can we teach each other more in the business? Bernard's been it way longer than I have. So what can I learn from him? Mm-hmm. Me coming in with new eyes, hearing new things. What can he learn from me? What can what can you teach each other and, and learn? And don't don't act like you know it all. 
No. Don't come into the business saying you know it all. And that's – I know we're going to have Ben on here in a minute, but Ben's 24 and Eli's up in his 30s. And I'm sure Ben has learned so much from Eli. Oh, Because yeah. Eli's been in it longer than he has. And it's one of those things that you just – you come in with the right attitude. You build the relationships like you're saying. You network. And this is actually the first time that we've all gotten together like this. Yeah. That I've been a part of at least. And it's something that I want to do next month. I mean, I want to do it next week. And I know we're not going to be able to do it that often, but it definitely needs to be something that is done more often than not. And I if, so. if you have some other lawn buddies in your community that you're friends with or associates or whatever, get together, make the time to go go out to dinner, hang out, and just discuss, even even if you're just talking shop, I mean, just basic stuff. Yeah. You don't have to say how much you're charging for a yard and give him your info. And don't tell him that. But you can go out there and say, hey, this is what we're doing to make us profitable. And, and this is what I think you could do if you want to change your business. So you got anything that you want to hit on with that? Uh, yeah, man. I, I've noticed, uh, and, it, you know, it's every area. You know, Nashville's very cutthroat. And uh, the a lot of the companies that, that I would love to do this sort of thing with, they, they, don't either, they either don't have social media or they just, uh, you know, the, not interested in it or yeah. whatever the case may be. And uh, so I, I've kind of... Not necessarily straight away from trying to do stuff in Nashville, but uh, I always try to, you know, give the give the hand wave or not. Or I, I've pulled people's mowers out of ditches if they get stuck, kind of thing. You know, helping someone out. And um, we don't really have that in Nashville, so I'm kind of envious of the guys in other states that are actually able to do this. Hence, why I'm from Nashville and I'm in Alabama right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm very blessed to know know Ben and Eli. Like I said, we actually went to Tampa. Uh, a couple months ago and had an awesome time that was my first time ever hanging out with them flying on a you know plane with them staying in the hotel same hotel with them man i had a great time um but i really think it's important to uh to just network like you said man it is uh you never know what you may get out of that 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 one conversation that one time you know you like you said you may learn from him and he may learn from you it's it's very important man i agree with that so and there could be some work coming out of it also i mean that's Eli's got a way bigger company than I am. And if I'm in his area and somebody calls me and says, Hey, I need you to do this job. I could, if I'm busy, I don't know. I can't do this. I don't have the ability, but I know somebody that can. That's it. And that's, that's the type of thing that you also have to think about when you're networking is what can you, not what can, not what can I get out of it, but what can I give out of it? And and what can I give somebody else's business to help them? One of my, one of my good friends, he has a, he has a very successful company in Nashville. He does lawn care, Lawn care and landscape. More, we're talking high-end maintenance on properties, though. We're, you know, million-plus homes. Uh, great guy. Uh, he's on Instagram, Lawn in Order. His name's Marcel. Good dude. He's very soft-spoken, quiet. He don't really talk. But if you know him and you talk to him, you're like, man, this guy's legit. He, he knows his stuff. Me and him try to get lunch once or twice, you know, a month and just talk shop and catch up. And he'll sub out landscaping jobs to me because, again, all he does is mow. He can do landscaping, you know, the maintenance side of landscaping, but not new install stuff. And we've actually teamed up and done a couple jobs together. And uh, we did a uh, flags, flagstone border around this guy's whole property. And, I mean, dude, it was – I think we had like six pallets of stone we put out and cut and leveled and, and you know, did around this border, natural stone border, and then remulched everything. Huge landscape job. And, uh, you know, he uh, – worked with each other you know what i mean and it was a it was a big deal because he didn't know how to do it he learned how to do it i made a little money off of it and it was just a good networking event for each other man his guys learned something new and it was a service he could provide and i was kind of slow so it worked out it was a great thing and we did it in february and um you know after all that snow and stuff we had it was a good little job man so 
I definitely think it's important if you got people like that. Um, like you said, pass work to each other, refer each other, and you know, uh, just help each other out when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. that's awesome, man. Well, this has been super fun getting yeah. to getting to know you and talk to you and, and do this podcast together. Uh, is there anything you want to leave leave the audience with a little nugget or something? Or, or um, if not, just plug your socials where we can find you. And yeah, no, uh, just want to thank uh, Jeremiah for having me on here. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, never done anything like this, so it's pretty cool. Um, if you guys uh, if you guys don't already, you know, follow him, man. Check out the uh, podcast. I'm I'm excited to start listening to it a little more. I've actually heard one episode, but I didn't go all the way through. I feel really bad, but I'm no, going to start. Okay. I'm going to start, man. So I'm super excited and uh, thankful for the opportunity. And, uh, yeah, if you guys don't, you know, follow me on Instagram, at James Shields, um, and then check me out on the Echo Means Business app. Now spell that out because I know that's a – I saw it was a kind of a weird spelling. It's not the typical yeah, James. Yeah, got to thank my mom for that. You know, it's uh, James, but it's J-A-Y-M-Z. Uh, it's phonetic. It's spelled like it sounds. You know, that's the clarification, but – yeah, J-A-Y-M-Z, Shields, S-H-I-E-L-D-S, at James Shields, or you can type in second mile, it'll pull up too. So thank you guys, man. Appreciate the opportunity. Well, good deal. That's awesome, man. Go check him out on Instagram if you're not already following him. Uh, you can check us out on the podcast. We're on all major platforms. Uh, if you're listening to it, you're obviously you're on your platform. But uh, share it, put it on your socials, uh, tag us on Instagram, and we'll repost it. Um, you can find us at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram. And uh, go check us out on Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff, same same tags. But uh, it's been a joy to come to you all today. I hope you all are having a great day. Keep crushing it out there, and we'll see you all in the next one. Uh-huh.